5 o'clock hour. And uh, 4.20 today, we had Drew Pearson on, the original 88. Now we have a man who also uh, was part of the Cowboys organization. It is Glenn Stretch Smith, also part of the uh, ESPN Central Texas organization at what point. Uh, I not, I will not ask Stretch which one, which association he's more proud of. But uh, Stretch, good to have you on today. Boy, Drew Pearson was really fired up earlier today, and he made a good point. He said that he did, if, if Roger Stahlbeck was targeting him, there was no such thing as a bad ball. Anything in his radius he felt like was a good ball. And uh, and he I think he said that in regards to CeeDee Lamb, you know, not being able to haul in a pass that was a little bit behind him. Um, uh, stretch, there are a lot of people upset with the Cowboys today. And, I, and with good reason, Matt. I mean, there's a lot of people that are upset that, you know, the quarterback – basically, you know, kind of held the feet to the fire of that organization and got the kind of money that he got and, and, and went out there and put on that kind of performance. I, I mean, I'm telling you that, uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you just, you sit back and, and, and we're a day, you know, a day removed from that. And you think, boy, that, that that's as bad as anything I've seen in a long, long time. And I, I'm, you know, I'm going back to when I was uh, coaching here, and we had Quincy Carter. I mean, it, it, you know, it was a it was a bad it was a bad performance, and until they can, until Dallas can get, I, I believe, what is their, you know, what is their Achilles' heel, which is some of the issues that they have with paying guys more money than they deserve. I think it's I think it's going to continue to bite them. Whether that be the contract with Zeke, whether that be the contract with Amari Cooper, I mean, and now I think this contract with Dak. You look at this today, and I mean, he walked off that field last night, and I mean, there was some there was some trash hurled his way, and and that's you know that people are disgusted by what they saw, and certainly the performance that was out there, and 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 what he put on the field last night. I, 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 I think I saw him like give the fans like a thumbs up or something. I kind of, I kind of, uh, it's not good. I don't want to laugh and encourage that kind of behavior, but he was, uh, as he was running off the field, I, at first, uh, stretch, I thought he literally was reassuring the fans that he was okay. And then later when I saw that replay of the trash coming out there, I, I don't know. I kind of thought maybe he was mocking them or something. Now, Stretch, we had a uh, the uh, Doomsday podcast is a very popular podcast. Ed Werder is involved. You are involved. I'm involved. And you and I had a, a fiery discussion last night, late last night, uh, to where, and, and I, I didn't know if you were going to calm down a little bit today or whatever, but, I mean, that is, now that you've had a chance to even watch it more, it's pretty baffling <clears throat> what was going on with that offense. And and like you said last night, generally you will pick out a, a person or two who plays okay. But this was a this was a failure across the board. Do you find yourself today more would you as a do you think Cowboys fans should be more upset with the front office for putting this team 
together and sending it out there like that or the actual players on the field who couldn't execute? Where where do you think the the anger and the ire should be directed? Well, I mean, I'll ask you. I mean, you watch enough of this, and you know as a fan, I mean, put your fan hat on. And, and this team, you know, was convinced that they could let Lyle Collins walk out and they would get just as good a play out of Terrence Steele. They were convinced that they could let Connor Williams walk out the door and they could get just as good a play out of Connor McGovern. They were convinced that they could let Amari Cooper walk out the door and they could combine, get enough out of C.D. Lamb and a, and a, and a free agent in Houston and, and a USFL pickup in Cavante Turpin to be able to put a product on the field that would feel comparable to the offense that you saw last year. And the bottom line, the answer to that is no, 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 they, they, they are not as good. And when you, when you combine that with a quarterback who they feel like is a franchise quarterback, they did not put him in, in the preseason at all. He did not take one snap. He comes out, into the game against Tampa Bay. His first throw is a four-yard option route to Schultz, and Schultz had to pick it off his shoe tops. Now, you're going to say, well, that's unfair to compare Troy Aikman to, to Dak Prescott. Well, that's my only point of reference is, is, is Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman hits that throw in his face mask 100 out of 100 times. So the fact that now all of a sudden – you put all this confidence in this quarterback, and yeah, he's had some good games. Yes, he shows some leadership qualities. Yes, he's he's got some synergy and some moxie around him. Is he worth the money that he just got through being paid? And you see that all of a sudden you think you can go out and, and, and pick up the speed of the game by not even playing a snap in the preseason? I'll tell you to me, when I, when I look back and I went back and looked at it again today, that's exactly what that looked like. That looked like a preseason performance from the quarterback. High throws. And, I, I, again, Drew, I, I get Drew, and Drew, I, I respect Drew Pearson a lot. But, I mean, if, if you're a quarterback in this league and you're making that kind of money and you can't drive that ball into a 15-yard comeback window, when you're a quarterback in this league and you see a curl flat, and they're playing Tampa, too, and you throw it right to the damn curl for a pick. I mean, to me, those are, those are things that are just inexcusable. And so you, you, I, and every other Cowboy fan in the Metroplex and across the country have good reason to be upset with what you saw because guess what? That, that's kind of what we're going to get this year, and, and it looks like a long 16 weeks. So don't plan on calling me every Monday at 5 o'clock asking me to come on here because I'm not doing it, Mosley. <laughs> oh, I got you locked in. I've got you on retainer. <laughs> M&M Broadcasting, uh, we would uh, love to get you back in the fold. So I would, uh, I, I, would, I would love to call you every week at this very time. But you're right. I mean, it's going to get to the point. It could get really ugly. I... I I think back to even the Aikman days and think about some of the competent backups that were in place, whether it be 
uh, Steve Berline one time. You know, in later years, Anthony Wright uh, was a backup. I mean, they, right now, I think part of the misery for Cowboys fans is there's no real belief. I mean, there might be a belief that Cooper Rush could get you through one game. But the thought of somebody getting you through five, six, seven weeks, the season feels like it's over. And uh, honestly, it's so bad. The, 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 the feeling of apathy is so bad toward keep Cooper Rush. Maybe it's unfair that Will Greer seems like a more exciting option. If you're out there in that uh, scouting department or even in the front office, what are you thinking at quarterback, knowing that Jack will likely be out till early to mid-November? I mean, I'm sure that they're, you know, they're looking and seeing what's out there. I mean, can they talk, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick out of coming off of, uh, you know, out of coming out of the Amazon Thursday night uh, broadcast? I'm sure they're thinking of every possible option because, again, the thought of lining up with Cooper Rush for – Matt, I'm going to tell you that I think this is at least eight weeks, and if it's eight – it's going to catch. It's going to. It's going to take the quarterback at least two more weeks to get the speed of the game because that. That what that, I mean. Think about the time that he's been out. I mean that. That's ten weeks into the season, and I just don't know how you're going to say we're going to we're going to feel comfortable with sixteen games to go in this year, and 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 the thought of having to play Cooper Rush half of those games. I mean that's that's. That that's a problem. Here here's here's the flip side of that. I mean, who are you going to go get? Well, I mean, I don't think you're going to explore a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think that you can pick up the phone and call and see if Tampa may, you know, may say okay, Blaine Gabbert. I mean, is Jerry going to pick up the phone and try to get Drew Brees to come in here? I mean, I just I just the options are very very minimal. So. Yes, we can be and, and, and sit here and kick around some different things, but in, in reality, Cooper Rush is what you're going to get because even if you even if you were able to sign or get one of those guys to come back out of retirement, it's going to take them two or three weeks to get the speed of the game themselves, much less the verbiage of the offense or anything else. So, I just think it's uh, you know if you're a Cowboy fan and you're, you're sitting out on the porch right now and you're pouring peanuts and a Dr Pepper and you're pouting, that's what you ought to be doing. <laughs> that's what my dad. I feel like that's kind of an East Texas thing. Um, my dad used to put used to do that and put those like in a Dr Pe- a bottle of Dr Pepper, put the peanuts in. When when did you see that done? In oh, Austin. I, I, oh, absolutely. When I was a when I was a young man, I, I absolutely go out to Lake Travis and look around a little bit. There'd be, there'd be some boys that I, they might even get those spicy peanuts. Mostly. I know you're kind of a, you, you, you kind of like a little spice in your food every once in a while and pour them down in there and let them soak in that Dr. Pepper. Absolutely. It, it's not only done in East Texas, it's done at a bunch of places. And then when you're done with that, you, you know, you get, you, you give yourself a good, good west texas belch and then you plug that thumb in your mouth because you're pouting for a while and i think that's exactly what we're dealing with here i i i I literally think that anderson county 
has the market cornered on this. So this is shocking to hear that other counties in Texas are doing this. Now, what is your uh, – can you paint any – can you find any optimism? Can you see any scenario over the next few weeks where the Cowboys somehow rally together? Now, here's here's one scenario. And I hate to see him do it. He may not be ready. But Gallup it has returned to practice. And you could try to get him back in this receiving core. And I'm not saying he alone can save the season. But C.D., Gallup and Noah Brown does sound like a much better receiving core than what they threw out there last night. Can you see any scenario where they could rally around this defense, perhaps? And by the way, do you see any scenario where uh, Mike McCarthy gets himself fired during the season? Well, I mean, I do think that defensively, when you saw a defense last night continually have to go out there after three and outs, I mean, the Cowboys, I think, got four first downs in the first drive and didn't make another first down to the last drive of the first half. They're holding Tom Brady to, you know, they're getting, he's getting in the red zone and they're inside the 20. They're holding them out. He's getting inside the 30. They're holding them out. I mean, for two and a half quarters, the defense played about as good as I think you could see him play. I mean, you saw guys that are, Oh, Diggy Zua. You saw young guys on this defense, Tristan Hill, um, you know, Wilson, the safety, make the pick. I mean, jockey up in there like he's bringing it. And he, he absolutely, whether Tom Brady will admit it or not, he fooled Tom Brady because he fell right back into the slant and he picked that ball off. So defensively, uh, there's a lot of good things to point to. Obviously, I mean, Micah Parsons is a special player. You still got Lawrence who's got, you know, who, who can bring it off the edge. I think that Dorrance Armstrong is, you know, showing you some things. I still like Diggs. Um, I, you know, I like the safety. So defensively, you know, you you can you you can point and say, boy, there, you know, there might be a chance. But I, I just, again, when you look at the way the league's going, when you look at the rules, when you look at all the things that favor the fact that the NFL wants offenses to score. 30 points a game, 28 points a game. I, I, I look at the Cowboys offensively, and I, I, I think, can they take the ball? Let's just say they get it at the 30, their own 30. Do you see them making three or four 65, 70-yard drives in order to put those kind of points on the board? The answer is no. And so I, I don't know how you say, well, you know, I, I could see this team even having an opportunity to play 500 football. I mean, right now, I, th- I think you'd be really fortunate to say this team could win six games. And and, and to me, that's when you think about where they were, they went from a team who was favored with the Eagles to win the NFC East to going out there and winning six games. That'll bring you to the, to the, to the you know, your last, your last comment was, I, I don't believe six and a six and 11 is going to bring Mike McCarthy back. I don't know how you could sell that to the fans. And so you have a guy like Sean Payton who's sitting out there waiting, who has a relationship with Jerry. You have Mike Zimmer who's sitting out there who has a relationship with Jerry. No, no, absolutely not. And I don't care. You're not going to be able to make the excuse that you lost the quarterback to give the head coach another year. If they go out there and, 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 and win, sit five, six, seven games, 
I think you can look to see another head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year, and I'm not sure that it, that, it, that he makes the season. Well, I'll tell you, Stretch, I hit the trifecta. Uh, my beloved uh, Lake Highlands Wildcats dropped one at Highland Park. The Bears go out there and run into a, uh, run into issues in Provo, and the Cowboys don't even show up. At least your alma mater, the University of Texas, did have one of the great moral victories in school history. All right, 20. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, and that's a Matt Mosley shot across the bow to every UT fan. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's a D-typical young man who's, who's stomping his feet because he didn't get his way, and he's going to say, well, at least y'all played good. Mosley, please, I, again, I saw the picture last night that Frito sent me of your hairdo. For the love of the Lord, go get a haircut. You look like a mutt. <laughs> I can't. Aaron, you stop laughing. Stop laughing at this stuff. All right, uh, Stretch, appreciate it, and uh, glad to have you locked in every Monday, 5 o'clock. There he is, Glenn. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, Stretch. don't cut me off, Mosley. Aaron, if you got some pink and shears in that booth in there, go give him a haircut. He looks like Rick Springfield, for crying out loud. Clean him up a little bit. Aaron's at a loss of words there. Oh, man. Aaron. Uh, I agree Aaron. with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stretch, we appreciate you. There he goes uh, off into the night. Glenn Stretch Smith, former Cowboys scout and coach. Uh, Aaron, you just you agree with him 